Welcome to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether you'd play them at a funeral or a cookout from running out of ink to on the lookout we're it's all been done the podcast. He's a little miracle I recommend. It's my co-host Evan. Million uses. You know the truth is there isn't any heart he can't fix. It's my co-host Saker. Mm, that makes me feel like a therapist right or am I am I dating a bunch of people in order to fix their hearts. Hmm. I don't know. There are people who take on project-like relationships, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I've known people who... That uh, seems... I mean, I guess... It seems it, disproportionately uh, uh, a, a, a game for the ladies. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there are, I think, perhaps just a lot more uh, broken men than there are broken well, women. I think that also women are socialized to want to fix men, and men also are socialized true. to not fix themselves, so... yeah. That's one hundred percent true. It's a, it's a uh, societal thing. Probably a little bit of a little gender theory and patriarchy in there too. Maybe a little bit of biological determinism. Who knows? Who knows what we're doing? Wow, here. that was a lot of shit you just dropped on me. Biological determinism. What else do you think is biologically determined? Tell uh, me about your uh... eye color. <laughs> hair, I suppose hair color. I, I can't argue with any of these. No, I mean, I, I think that hormones definitely play a part in regulating how people act. Uh, yeah. You know. And you can see it when people go into hormone therapy. They act differently, right? When they're on testosterone or estrogen or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I guess I've never known anyone who's been in HRT, but uh, I don't know. I assume that they would, yeah, there would be a difference. Yeah, it changes your mood. It changes not your outlook and it doesn't change who you are, but it definitely changes sort of the chemicals that are flowing through your body, which do affect, Mm. you know, (laughs) how you react to things. And What do you think is flowing through your body right now, Ev? Green tea. This is uh, Republic of Tea, the child green tea, the little Yoda from the Mandalorian. They oh, really? They have a a a strain level of teas. And yeah, my my partner got it for me for Christmas. It is very floral. It's like drinking uh, potpourri. Do you feel like the child is a very flowery? I mean, flower child. I guess it follows that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, you drink a lot of tea. Do you have a favorite? Can you recommend it to our listeners? Yeah, I have a lot of favorites. Um. I like the stash green tea. It's very good. Great. I like a this, good. I forget if this is a comedy podcast sometimes. Yeah. What are, we, what are we? Should we start the whole episode over? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to make a? I mean, let's make a. Let's make a BNLT. Let's let's make a BNLT. BNLT. That's bacon, nuts, nuts lettuce, lettuce, tomatoes. Because <laughs> um, you can be, make what... tea out of anything, right? I mean, tea is just you know water that has been steeped, heat, heated, and steeped in something. Right? Well, there's that whole that whole meme, which is what is a tea to you? Uh, I like, say it may may, hum on may may, and it's you know a a uh, it's basically the D and D alignment chart, and I think wherever chaotic evil would be is that like Saturn is a tea because it's a solid suspended in a liquid uh, for an indeterminate amount of time or something. Um, so yeah, I suppose if you wanted to say that a tea is simply something steeped in something else, then a coffee is a tea, right? Yeah, broth like like tea. I know, um, sure. You're drinking uh, like chicken tea. What sort of notes would a BNLT have? Um, let's see. Well, each each of the boys is bringing something to the party. I imagine. So always. We, we Why go do into they that. always? They can't come up with one cohesive <laughs> idea. They each have to individually stone soup this shit. Well, it's probably just a uh, probably Ed is uh, leading the pack. He's he's saying like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have notes of uh, sandalwood, and, and Jim's like, uh, sandalwood is not a tea flavor, and it's like it is now. It's something I'm interested <laughs> in. I'm just gonna explore this and see where it goes. You ever wanted to drink paint thinner? 
Yeah. Seems like a fun... Uh, wait, is Sandalwood in paint thinner? Sandalwood in paint thinner. BNLT. <laughs> Very good. This is a... I like this tea already. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, Tyler brings... Uh, just pours in liquid smoke to the tea. Uh... <laughs> God, this is so dumb. We have the same jokes that we run over and over again. Tyler yeah. likes meat. I get it. And that's why we're so popular. We that's are. why we have so many listeners, because they come back for the uh, familiar jokes, the familiar strokes, the familiar folks. Speaking of familiar jokes, let's get to this week's song. <laughs> this week's song is called Duct Tape Heart. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Ebo duct tape heart. Um, uh, this is a standby for them. I think every time we've gone to see them in concert, they've played duct tape heart. Um, we have gone to see them in concert one time. Twice, haven't we? One time. Really? Only once? Well, whenever I've seen them in concert, then they've played duct tape heart. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I, I just feel like I've seen them in concert with you more. I feel like they, they think this song is like a single they're trying so hard. even today they're still trying to make this a single like people like this right people like duct tape heart you know and in a lot of ways it hits all the bnl beats right it's like it's a song about a relationship it's a song about somebody being hurt it's a song about how tough it is to be in a relationship but also we put a little english on it you like duct tape right get her done well you know i might argue against you here ev i don't know that this is a love song I think that this is a song about duct tape masquerading as a love song, not the other way around. It's not a love song masquerading as a duct tape commercial. Okay. I th- I think that, uh, you know, this is an ode to duct tape. I mean, just take a look at the bridge, right? The bridge has absolutely nothing to do with love or it's, you know, uh, uh, about, you know, uh, fixing the rover on the moon with duct tape and... How, you know, it's it's pressure sensitive, polyethylene. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's more about the tape than it is about the, the relationship at this point. Which I actually, it made me like it more. I still didn't like it, but I liked it more than I did previously. Polyethylene, golden pressure sensitive tape. It's dry, it's true. Nothing it can't do. Fix the fender on the rover that was left on the moon. It's good enough for you. Do you still feel like it's a love song though well the chorus says stop messing with my duct tape heart is mm-hmm. it just so you're, you're just saying the duct tape heart is a literal like heart he has made out of duct tape that he's like hanging on his wall and they're like, they're like stop fucking messing with it dude i i don't know if you watched the lyric video which featured prominently a duct tape heart specifically oh, but yeah, uh, yeah the, the dead on lyric lyric video where it's just like yeah. Here's his literal duct tape. Yeah, it's very, very, yeah, right I hope, finger on the nose. I genuinely hope that somebody didn't spend a lot of time and effort making that video. I ch- I thought <laughs> it was, I think I wrote even like, is this a Fiverr, uh, like a video they just ordered off of Fiverr? God, I, ho- I, really, I really, really hope so, because like, I would feel kind of bad if somebody, some like in- BNL intern or some, yeah. you know, some Rooster Teeth intern had spent six weeks putting this like individually editing in every piece of duct tape 
Well, you know, I actually I looked up the company that made it because they credit the uh, the company that made it, uh, Gupta Media, at the bottom of the page. Okay. Um, Gupta Media is a digital marketing agency helping the biggest brands solve their hardest problems. <laughs> uh, they're located in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I don't know what that means or what the, they have. Uh, you know, some of their their uh, uh, clients are. Red Bull, uh, Amazon, Sony Music. Oh wow, and BNL. That's some and rarefied BNL. air. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I don't. But then their website is fucking weird. Like, they they don't really tell what sort of work they've done. But if you um, have to ask, they can't, can't, can't afford, afford it. it. <laughs> it's true. Like Snapchat ads, Reddit ads, uh, TikTok. Um, but then also their blog has entries like making the right impression on Tinder. Um, like fucking weird, weird shit. Um, I don't know. It's it's just they they seem like an advertising company. Yeah. So it's very weird that they made a lyric video for BNL to post onto Facebook well, or I mean, onto uh, YouTube. It just it just seems like they're they're right down the plate advertising. Like you go to you go to Gupta Media when you need a you need just something obvious, right? They're like, okay, Red Bull head. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a red a Red Bull come yeah. down the road, and he's gonna say, mm-hmm, I love to drink. Red, yeah, Red Bull. <laughs> Seems but very... I don't want to drink myself because it'd be my own blood and it would be be all inside me and I I don't know what to do anymore. You guys, you gotta help me with my. Can somebody please help me with my life? I like the idea their, of their, their commercials spin out to this like depraved like help me. I ran out of ideas for the commercial. I'm just a Red Bull after all. Um, okay, they do put... so open up, pan in. We're in the Amazon rainforest. Oh, is the bull narrating the commercial within the commercial now? No, this is the commercial they're doing for Amazon. Oh, you okay. See, you see this shot on site, and you see a steamer coming down the river, and there's a guy on it who's going, oh, wow, they, I bet they deliver even here. Uh, and you see a little <laughs> drone coming over the thing, and the drone crashes, and he goes, oh, no, my Skittles. Somebody, <laughs> somebody please help me. I don't know what to do with my life. I thought I thought I had it all figured out down here in the Amazon, but dot com dot com. I forgot about that. <laughs> then it, it fades out because they always run out of time. They always run out of time in their commercials. Now it's really hard because Sony Music isn't really a physical thing, so I'm not sure how to personify <laughs> this. I don't know. They're in a music store and somebody named Sony is there, and they say, "I love listening," and. Oh, please help. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the English they put on this is so weird. <laughs> please help. Please. I thought that somebody making this video might have thought it was a fetish video. Because, like, <laughs> there's the fucking, like, I don't know if you watched the whole thing, but at one point there's, like, somebody puts on high heels and is crushing the heart under these, like, high heels. I was like... This is getting weird. Um, <laughs> the woman in the video, the one trying to tear the duct tape heart apart, mm-hmm. she's wearing a wedding ring. <gasps> S- fucking scandal. So she's married, but is I don't know. Uh, uh, it's just very, very, very strange. Uh, but beyond that, it's a very on-the-nose lyric video. <sighs> I don't know. Um, but how did we get to videos already? I don't know. Oh, we were just talking we were about just if talk- the duct tape how heart is not? little... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We just uh, we just uh, pitched it in the room for Gupta Media. Gupta Media. God, do you think we could work there? I think we probably could. <laughs> I mean, they, they apparently need a lot of help. <laughs> I kind of want to see, yeah, what what the rest of the uh, the ads they do in uh, look like. Um, so, uh, 
let's talk a little more about the song before we get into videos here. Um, because there is, of course, an official video for Duct Tape Part 2 that we'll get to momentarily. Um, this is that song the one with just the, the, the concert video with just duct tape? Goop to media, that's, here we go again. <laughs> that's the official video for this song. It sucks ass. Um, so this song exemplifies to me bad modern BNL. Right? Like, I remember hearing it in concert before I really played Silverball much and, like, thinking, like, what the f- what is this song? This sounds like a shitty, like, boring pop song. That's, I remember you turning to me at the concert and go, oh, yeah, they have to play Duct Tape Heart, whatever. Like, it was, yeah. like, something like that. You're like, okay, let's just sit down. I, 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 it's, it's, like, especially, like, everything they do is, but this song sounds like it was done by Goop to Media. Like, it just sounds <laughs> like the most perfunctory version of a song. That, uh, ooh, hoo 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 is the most boring, played out little sting ever. Like, it just sucks. Everything about this song sucks. Quite as much as you did. I wasn't like I wouldn't call myself a you know I'm not standing duct tape hard, but like it wasn't that bad. No, and there's there's stuff that I there's stuff that I like in it. Like I did have a lot of praise for things in it, but I don't care about that praise because like this song again, and I mentioned this two songs ago, is like static to my ears. Like, we are getting to the point in BNL where the music is so far out of my wheelhouse, like, that even trying to understand, I have no meaning, there's nothing to grasp in this song, there's no foothold, it's just a fucking, another another shot at the billboard, It might, have right? just, might as well just be, like, a page of mathematical equations to you. Truly! Like, this is Greek! Solve I'm literally, for X? I'm are we even at, gonna get anything this year? I'm always gonna have a calculator on me, why the fuck do, Like, this... BNL has had the opposite trajectory of 90% of bands in existence where they start out with like a pop hit and then they spin out into like the lead singer's like soft solo project where he talks about his life. Like they started thoughtful, meaningful, interesting. And you don't think you think that's the regular trajectory for bands. You're like you're giving me a look. I don't think that uh, when you say BNL started out thoughtful, like they're writing songs about spiders in rooms. Yoko Ono's million dollars grade nine. Like, what else Yoko, are we talking about here? Yoko Ono is is imaginative and fun. It's certainly not a shot at the billboard. Spider in my room employed like the the native singers. Yeah. Like that's so interesting and fun. Even if the song is not great, taking a a wild swing. Here's what I'm gonna retroactively do. Go back to every review pre All in Good Time and lop off, I'm gonna say one square foot of uh, uh, retroactively one square foot of fabric how about this well instead of doing that how about go back to every review pre all in good time and make saker a foot bigger i really and like just that don't clothe everything that, I don't wear clothe that. Everything, everything is the same clothes but he's a foot yes. taller so it's all one size too small so he's a little sure. bit he's a little bit it's a little bit shrunk i love on him. that and for things like some fantastic where all i was wearing was a thimble on my dick like nothing changes well it's i still mean basically you just got perfect like circumcised just the tip of your oh. dick gets because it, it grows a little bit too oh, and just gets just, nip, my f- just nip the tip right off i i just want i don't want to grow a foot i just want my foreskin to grow a foot just picture every yeah, I miss I just, my foreskin <laughs> don't you miss your foreskin brother every goddamn day of my life first thought when i wake up in my bed you're like i wish i had my <sighs> still gone <laughs> 
They do they have a surgery where you can get it re-implemented, re-implanted? I don't think so. Can they graft skin on from like my butt to my dick? <sighs> okay, here we go. Hey Googie, okay. <laughs> can I get my full skin back? <laughs> I'm almost sure that you can. Can I get my full skin back? What's possible? Oh, it is possible. I knew it. Where do they graft it from? Is it your butt? What's the fleshy tissue? It can be traced back to ancient Greece and Rome. Getting your foreskin back? How long does it take to regrow foreskin? It doesn't. There it you is. can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like most of most of my notes for this. Oh, there song... you go. Plastic surgeon grafting skin from the scrotum onto the penis. Thank you, listeners. Ah, from the balls. And we'll be here all day. So your 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 sack would get smaller. Well, you don't really need two balls. That's true. Um, hell, I don't need any anymore. I'm done with these things. Cut them off, Get them out of here. for God's sake. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, yeah, like, all of my other notes, I wrote shit like, the bass drum at the beginning is really fun. Ty's electronic drum after the bridge. Oh, yeah. Is delightful. It's like an 80s screw, but they're like, it's just like full on, like, Tyler isn't even hitting drums. He's hitting like one of those, like pretend pretend drums where it's just yes. like the, they're just octagons and just yes. like do 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 there's do, big do, pads yeah yeah absolutely each one is like modded to a different noise Stop messing with my yeah there's a lot of 80s sort of synthy inspiration the staccato hits on the synths throughout the song mm-hmm. sounds so cool like and there's like fucking space noises in there yeah i love my lasers i love my jewish space lasers shooting through my songs Like, I, I love the weird buoyant ending. There's slick hand claps at the beginning Ugh. and after each chorus. Fuck those. Like, the song, taken in its separate parts, is great. But when you put it all together, it's so boring. The opening because... of the song sounded like, we're not going to take it for me. Like, do, 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 we're not going to take it. That didn't even, yeah. I kept wanting me, to. I could certainly hear it. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, weirdly, I mean, every song sounds like Pandora's pan pizza palace now to me i can't <laughs> not you? hear it yeah um but but yeah i mean as a whole this is less than the sum of its parts it's just it's just boring agreed. it sucks agreed i don't i don't know oh wait you 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 did that thing on facebook where so you write something and someone agrees with you then you change your initial statement so it looks like they're agreeing with something totally different <laughs> <laughs> oh man i never do that but i need to do it more often um the one thing i did hate was the chorus to this song Ow. It's not joyful or different enough to add anything to the song other than a bunch of word stacking. The rhymes are loosey-goosey. So it's would this be like... song be better or worse for you with a rap breakdown? I mean, the bridge is kind of almost a rap breakdown. Almost, but not yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, okay, let me pitch this to you. A nonsense rap breakdown where he just talks about, you know, whatever comes to mind. I think every BNL song might be better with a freestyle <laughs> word association rap break. Duct tape. I like grapes. Everyone knows they're juicy. <laughs> like Keep Lucy, going. Goosey. I like geese a lot. 
put them in the pot. We'll cook them up with them. <laughs> Damn, dude. You were going. That was good. Can I do a duct tape heart wrap? Yeah. No. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is about, is us preventing each other from giving in to our darker impulses. <laughs> no, I'm always, always going to be there to reinforce All your right. darkest impulses. So you I want in. you to fall into your darkest self. You got to come in. You got to come in like DJ Stuck. Do it. Duct tape. Well, duct tape heart is the name of the song. Everybody knows that I sing it long enough for you to be overjoyed. I don't want you to be annoyed. Bare naked ladies here on the track. My name is Stuck. I'd like to smack their butts and nuts and everybody cuts me into pieces because I have two shuts the door. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, boy, that's exhausting. But wouldn't the song be better with a breakdown like that? <laughs> yes. <we're> just... <laughs> uh, we'll drop hey, it a little simpler. <laughs> of what? <laughs> just edit us into the song, I guess. Oh, okay. I love that. Uh, this is another uh, famously uh, a uh, hey Brian. Remember the time? Uh, <laughs> remember the time I went to the hardware store and I I put duct tape on my heart. Oh, Peter! <laughs> oh, Brian, you sound different than what I remember. Oh yeah, Brian um, sounds like uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Brian's got a very boring voice. I'm really. Uh, it's really weird that you keep me as a pet. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I just talk and act like a normal person, except when I have to pee on a fire hydrant or eat, eat poop, you know? But uh, again, Kevin Griffin, of course, jumping back in on the tracks here. Do we think that Kevin Griffin is on all future albums as well? Uh, I don't know. We'll see how this one turns out. I'm curious. Yeah. I, I mean, cause of course this is the know nothing podcast. We've done no research, but like, obviously it's not helping Ed get to the bottom of <laughs> making the next hit. So why is he keeping, I, I think the songs are worse for Kevin Griffin's inclusion. Well, I think that they're both just tired. They're just so tired of writing music. <laughs> God, I wish they would stop. I truly wish. I mean, Ed, we could talk about it at this point um, because it's been out for like two weeks for our listeners, but did you listen to any of flip? Uh, no, I don't even know what Flip is. Oh, what? That was the exciting announcement that we talked about like three weeks ago now that they said they were coming out with on a Monday. They released a music video for their all new song from their all new album. Great. Uh, which is called uh, Flip. And uh, I'll get to it. When, I'll get to it when we get to it. You'll get to it when we get to it. Do you, they also announced the album's name. What? No, 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 please, 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 no. Are you ready for a bare naked pivot? It's called. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a clue. Road gum drops. Road. Asso- what the fuck is the pivot there? Because they're dropping the bass. It's all. <laughs> oh, gum drop the mic. That is what it's called. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's candy themed. Ed got really into candy over quarantine. <laughs> I just need something sweet for my mouth. Okay. Um, it is called Detour de Force, which is remarkably bad. Like wildly bad like is it about quarantine like it was a real detour de force like it really threw everybody off their gate i don't fucking know it's just a shitty 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 title especially after something well i don't know fake nudes was also a shitty 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 title referencing president trump like what a fucking garbage saker t- <sighs> just just calm calm down I, 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 well, you know makes me this so angry this, i don't know why you're so mad about this it's not actually that bad fake news <laughs> is a perfectly fine title as is no. tor- detour de force no i just i hate it they need to their titles need to be 
somebody's name. Yes, please. Yes, I mean, please. Everything like to everyone. There's no pun in there. Yeah. You don't always have to be fucking cheeky, BNL. But like, born on a pirate ship, right? Maybe yeah. you should drive. Like, stunt. These aren't... what. These these boys are not good at naming albums. I think those are great names, especially Born on a Pirate Ship, which is a joke, but was a hidden joke that I didn't even realize until we started doing this goddamn podcast. I just thought it was a cool phrase for all these years. Like, if you're going to make a joke, don't be like, fake nudes. Do you get it? Like, that's so obvious <laughs> and on the nose. This is like, Born on a Pirate Ship, if you know, wink, you know. Like, I don't know. I like that way more. <laughs> okay. You don't give a shit. Okay. Okay, guy. Okay, guy. <laughs> um, man, when I was searching this song, I don't know if you searched on YouTube to listen to it, um, but I kept getting the freeze pop song, Duct Tape My Heart, uh, which ugh, one of my favorite all-time bands, freeze pop, is incredible. A true detour de force. Uh, and uh, that song rules so much more than, than Duct Tape Heart. Um, I don't know. I was just, I was bummed that, that that song kept coming up because it made me want to listen to Freeze Pop. Um, and, di- and did you? I did. I listened to a lot of Freeze well, Pop. I guess it. this song did you a service. I guess it did. You could say you owe this song something, couldn't you? What do we owe to this song and to each other? Mm. Um, let's talk about the lyrics a little bit, shall we? Can we? I think so. I mean, I could talk about how Taking part of the bridge directly from Wikipedia is a, a true small brain move. Like, <laughs> truly, like, masquerading or as a big brain move. Galaxy brain. Is it? Is it not walnut brain? Let the, uh, let the internet. It's just like, um, it just booted up his phone and let the uh, autofill write a song for him. Kind of. I mean, you could, and you can almost see the smugness on his face as he was like, this is going to be so fucking cool. I'm going to write. I'm not even going to write this part of the song. I'm going to sound smart. It's coming from Wikipedia. I don't know. Damn, you really are Ed Helms, aren't you? <laughs> Damn, or you're Egg Helms, aren't you? That's incredible. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it just it, it pissed me off. It pissed so, me off. Okay, well, we don't. Firstly, I can understand that, and I accept your feelings. Secondly, it's nice that they're having a relation song that is, relationship song that isn't about getting back with somebody. Or sticking in part, sticking in part of relationship. That's this is, true. I mean, this is like, it was a breath of fresh air to not hear like, stop messing with my duct tape heart. You've already torn it apart, but that's okay because we're gonna stick it out, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like, guess. I just so. don't want. I don't. I don't want any more of those. It so, is a song. It's a song about getting over. You're right. Yeah. So is Ed the victim here? Possibly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Almost for certain, right? I don't yeah. see. I don't see it any two ways. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Someone has torn his heart apart and is attempting to do so again. Even though it's incongruous, why would he tell them to stop messing with it if they'll never make it fall apart? Well, the thing that, in the lyrics, the thing that really was just created a bunch of, like, mental friction for me was the chorus, where it's like, stop messing with my duct tape part, your messing will make it fall apart. Got it. Okay. Right. 100% 180. Because I've always got enough. And for when I tape it up, I've got plenty to fix it. That's it. No one's ever going to tear it apart. So the chorus says completely opposite things yes absolutely it's it's absolutely incongruous with itself it doesn't make any sense um because either he can always fix it so he might as well just jump into love blindly and and uh, you know or he has to be gentle with it because you know 
this is a real ship of Theseus. When will his heart not even be his heart anymore? <laughs> because it's just fully duct tape. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, I suppose it's like, I can survive a bee sting, but I don't want to get stung by a bee. Like, yeah. I could probably get stung by a bee 10 times, 20 times. over, Or I could get stung by a bee every day for the rest of my life. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to search it out. So he doesn't, I don't want to get stung by a bee, but it's okay but, if I do. But you would never tell someone, hey, bring that bee stinger over here because I don't want to get stung. <laughs> like, that's what he's saying. Stop messing with it because I'll always have enough to fix it. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and again, this kind of comes back to this whole fucking, like, album. It was chemically engineered to be a bunch of inspirational quotes that sound meaningful and good. When in reality, they're just meaningless absolutely meaningless everything on here yeah um this is like but this is like an ed song distilled down to the quintessential parts of an ed song like yeah without without soul or substance like he's like what about uh duct tape duct tape duct tape what about a frankenstein who keeps getting his heart broke duct tape got it got it (laughs) yes i have frankenstein in my notes too i wrote some real frankenstein shit going on um yeah i don't know now there are some there's some fucking that wallet line is like terminally cute like, you know, after I get done repairing my heart, maybe I'll just take a little bits of duct tape and make myself a wallet. Like, that's so fucking cute. But again, what does it have to do with the central thesis of the song? I don't know. This is another reason why I thought it was more about duct tape than it was about an actual love song. When you went through one, just make a new one and make a wallet out of extra bits. I, can use- I, I don't know. Interesting. Definitely. I wonder if he was trying to angle for a corporate sponsorship, I'm realizing now. The big duct tape bucks. Hey, man, duct tape is a big brand. Do you remember when duct tape did that, like, $10,000 write the best song about duct tape contest? And Bare Naked Ladies won? Wow, this was, like, 2000. What a a bullshit, what a, like, fucking bullshit move. Like, (laughs) hey, guy, just entering a contest and, like, a professional band entering a contest with, like, slick production values and, you know, writing a song about duct tape and then winning the duct tape contest. For real? Wouldn't that be... Man, I would love for more, like, uh, I want to see fucking uh, help. I don't know any visual artists enter more county fairs. I want to see Vincent Van Gogh enter the Canfield <laughs> Fair. Just, like, I, fucking I weigh kill way. people. I weigh way goes yeah, to sure, go. Ohio State I, Fair. Isn't that a movie coming out next year? I weigh way goes to the Canfield ba- ba- Fair. Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to see more people just fucking destroying everyone around them. Yeah. Banksy enters like a uh, um, competition for like aging for seniors at the like the local uh, community college. I do love that. Um, but yeah, they, they had some sort of uh, uh, contest. It was like in the early 2000s. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe Ed wrote something for that. And then he just kept it in his back pocket until 2015 and was just like, God, I know one day this is going to be a real song. Yeah, well, I, I mean, love this. Yeah, yeah, that's actually not a bad thing because, like, as a creative, you never know what's going to get your juices flowing, right? Like, you might get an idea, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I write a duct tape song," but he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be so crass as to actually submit it." So he just kept it long enough that there wouldn't be any um, you know, connection to the duct tape. Yeah, yeah. To um, uh, the the duct tape fortune. I I do like Ed saying it's working all right. Like. <laughs> It's, it's certainly not what it used to be. Well, that's, I mean, it's that's fine. sort of the, uh, that's sort of the duct tape slogan, right? It's, uh, it's working all right. It'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no big deal. Yeah. It's working all right. And it looks tight. A little miracle I'd recommend. I could use another... But boy, then he, when he rhymes it with, and it looks tight. 
Ed, fucking stop. You are 50 <laughs> years old. Every slang you use is 15 years out of date. Oh, he's just running on fumes here. I don't yeah. know, man. It's going to take him through the next three albums, buddy. Sure will. Yeah, I guess I'm not surprised. Um, Ev, what else did you have about this song? Oh, there was not much about this song, buddy. Truly, yeah, not a lot to talk about. Well, then in that case, why don't you tell me which rubbit this song is like? Are we going to do live versions first? Oh, yeah, let's do some live versions. Um, so besides for the official video, the only live version I saw, the only note I wrote down is Ed saying, here's a song about the uses of duct tape. Yep. That's from, <laughs> like, is... red, the Red Rock, right? Oh, maybe so, yeah. Which is so fucking boring. Yeah, the Red Rock. The, the only thing, other thing, note I had about Red Rock, live at Red Rocks was somebody's doing, like, a falsetto on the chorus. Like, don't mess it with my duct tape heart. Oh, like somebody's it doing, Kev? I don't, it didn't sound like Kev, but um, who knows? But, yeah, I just heard, I just got a falsetto. Then there was the duct tape video, which was just a concert video with some shitty duct tape filter put on it. Yeah, which is re- truly bad. Like, it's kind I guess, trippy visuals, I guess, but no. it was really disappointing. <laughs> well, I mean, I it was, know. it was, like I said, I hope, I hope, this is another one that I hope somebody didn't spend a lot of time on. Yeah, it is this, I, I mean, I, I think that at this point, BNL must see that their videos don't matter. Like nobody plays videos anymore. They're not going to get any traction. But I kind of wonder a video for the new single on uh, they put it on Canada yeah, Dry their single. They, they had a they had a full on video. Flip has a video. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just I'm speaking in the moment. I'm speaking where we are in 2015. I think they must have been like, "Why the fuck are we doing this?" Because here's the other thing is, why half ass it? If you make a video with a big production value and nobody shares it, okay, well, we fucked up. So then if you make no video, at least you're saving money. Why spend even the couple hundred dollars that they probably spent on this video? What? Like, why? I don't um, get that. They wanted to play it at Lyle's birthday party. That makes sense. Oh, this was a passion project. Now it makes sense. Can you imagine Ed at his son's birthday party? Like, okay, everybody, let's watch a video of me now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I saw Boston as well. Uh, Jim was really dancing on that one. He was spinning around oh, was like a little, little dervish than that guy. Like a, like a twirling, a whirling dervish. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking, going back to the official Red Rocks video real quick, uh, I don't suppose you read the comments. Is that the one where uh, Tracy tries to recruit somebody for the podcast? For it being it, a it, <laughs> <laughs> somebody who did the lighting for one of BNL's yeah. concerts, Tracy's like... Will you please come on our podcast? Uh, no, it's it is the video where uh, you're sounding desperate, Tracy. <laughs> Are you that Which, desperate? We know you're listening, Tracy. Um, the crypto naturalist says hi, Saker and Evan. <laughs> in the comments <laughs> to the video. Oh no! And he also says, if you're reading the comments on this video, you should be listening to the podcast. It's all been done. Uh, I hope he's talking to us. If you're reading the comments on this video, you should be listening too. Do you think BNL knows, cares, is confused that on? At least a dozen distinct videos of theirs, there are people thanking Saker and Evan or saying hello to them. I don't think they care. Right. I don't think they've noticed. Yeah, I think in as much as they care, it's going to be like Tyler's going to like, like a van's going to pull up. Tyler is going to jump out, punch us in the fucking gut, get back in the van and just <laughs> tear off burning rubber. Like that that's sounds it. right. That's, that sounds right. That's the only acknowledgement we're going to get from BNL as a fucking you- nutshot. <sighs> I would frame the bruise that I got from that gut punch. Holy shit. That would be amazing. I would love to get punched in the gut by Tyler. I'd love to die the way Houdini died via Tyler. <laughs> oh. um, that's I saw, all I have. Did you see Charlotte? I didn't. What happened to Charlotte? Nothing. 
except uh, cool. Kev was on lead guitar and keyboard, which is really Ooh. cool to watch him sort of switch between the two. That's, that's fun. That's pretty cool to, to see how, you know, he's just like, just banging out a solo. Then he just like puts a finger on the keyboard and just, <laughs> and just goes to the right key and then just starts fucking around. Ugh. So that's talented man is talented. That yep. is the news tonight. <laughs> yes. Professional musicians continue to make music. <laughs> uh, is that all the live stuff that you had? That's all the live stuff I have. <clears throat> all right, then, Ev. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to tell me about the little mechanical man. Who, the uh, next challenger in Bumblebee's House of Robot <laughs> Carnage is none other than perennial uh, effete robot C-3PO. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's fucking done here. <laughs> fucking done, C-3PO. Oh, boy. So, uh, if you'll remember C-3PO's origin story from the uh, uh, prequels, he's made from junk by a yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Master Anakin. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, he's probably literally got a duct tape heart. And yeah. um, so that's just straight on the plate, Ed. I get it. I get it. And um, he's, you know, gold on occasionally. He's pressure sensitive. Um. C-3PO ends up in pieces several times throughout the, like, series in various movies. Like, it's sort of his thing. Remember in the prequel where he got his head taken off and put on a yeah. battle droid's body? You remember I that? I do remember that. I that do. That was really cool. Uh, so it's like almost his thing is getting taken apart and put back together. Interesting. Um, okay. But on, a, on like, a, an emotional level, he's got this really weird codependent relationship with literally everybody else on the cast. Yeah. Which I feel like the narrator has, too. Like... Stop messing with me. But if you do, I'll be fine. <laughs> like, he's got this weird relationship with R2-D2. Like, C-3PO it's... obviously worries a lot about R2-D2 and, like, cares about him. And R2-D2 could not give the least fuck about Absolutely C-3PO. Like, true. he will abandon him at a moment's fucking notice. Yeah, yeah, 100% true. Uh, yeah, it definitely seems to be an abusive relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of there. Get out of there, C-3PO. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, C-3PO is one of the, uh, characters along with R2-D2 who was around for all nine movies. Like, he's in all nine movies, I think, correct? Mm-hmm. Which is weird to me. I don't, I'm, I'm not huge on Star Wars. My partner is much bigger on Star Wars than I am. But C-3PO gets his memories erased after the prequels, correct? Correct, yes. But R2-D2 doesn't. Does not, know. And Luke can speak R2-D2s, correct? Uh, binary. Why does R2-D2 never tell Luke all of the shit that he needs to know? Because R2-D2 knows that Anakin went to the dark side. Like, he knows all this shit, right? He does, but maybe R2-D2 doesn't know that Anakin is Luke's father, right? That makes sense, but his last name is Skywalker. So you think that he would perhaps... We have no fucking idea how common a last name Skywalker is. (laughs) I guess so. Maybe he might ask, hello, do you know Anakin? Like... Uh, here's the thing, though. Like, if the if all the movies have taught us anything about R two D two, it's that he's a fucking dick. Oh, he is. He's he a is shit just head. a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's like a he's an ends justify the means sort of droid. Like, <laughs> you know, would he be a maga chud? It all it all I shake out in the would. end. He's a right wing sort of like I'm not going to wear a mask because you all are sheeple. No, he's is like this, a, is this I bad he'd to be put more on? Like a, he'd be more like a hardcore like antifa, like somebody. 
on the other side because he's, he's all about taking down the man right and he'll do anything necessary including like sacrificing the lives of his friends to get it done okay like he's interesting he, I, for me he's on the other end of the he's he's still a piece of shit but he's on the right. other end of the spectrum oh this is evan's famous horseshoe theory those on the left are just as no as no the- i'm just saying that <laughs> there can there's room for assholes on both sides yeah i agree right and um, it, i mean he's the kind uh, of person he's evan's like, famous both sides is <laughs> <laughs> he's the kind of guy who just like uh, he gets off calling people out on shit and it's not to make them better people or to like educate them or anything. It's just to make himself feel better about being better than them. Yeah, kind of. And so like, you know, ostensibly his politics are right, but at the same time, (laughs) he's still a dick. Right. Yeah. And I mean, R2D2, he's the, the, you know, he's pro rebellion. He's a, you know, he's all, he's an ACAB guy, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, at the same time, like, you know, he's the one escalating protests to violence when they don't need to be. And like, he's the guy that like, that the, the right wingers have video of like throwing a brick through a convenience sure. store or something like that. Yeah. He comes like, see, with- see, look at this here. Do you see that? That's what we're up against. Antifa should be a terrorist group sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe you are right. That makes, that makes more sense. Uh, fighting the, but does that make sense? Because aren't the good guys the ones in power fucking i don't understand star wars my empire is bad the empire is bad but they don't come until episode four in the originals the jedi are the police and he is a policeman r2d2 because he loved (laughs) jedi right yeah So he used to be a cop, and then he realized how bad cops were, and then he and then he became a cop. No, he was a he was a cop for the old regime, right? Okay, got it. And then when the new regime comes on, like I so, see. he was a he was a cop in like nowadays, and then you know the emperor gets elected, and everyone gets everyone becomes jackbooted thugs, and they kick out the old cops, um, and they bring in the new, they're like, oh yeah, police reform, we got it. We're just gonna right. replace them with the Gestapo, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, this is a this is a blue Uh-oh. line. Even I won't cross." <laughs> right? Okay. Beep boop. Um, all right. Interesting. I could. I. I. I definitely see where you're coming from there. So C three PO is there. So the love story in this is kind of like how much love he has for everyone, and yet how much his heart keeps getting broken by the people right. around him. But he's always able to fix it. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Or have his memories wiped, so it just he becomes a blank slate. Um. Shall I compare him to a summer's day? How does he fare against the bumbless himself, Mr. Bumblebee? <laughs> fucking stomped into rubble again. <laughs> does C-3PO even put up a fight? Is there well, anything? Yeah, I, so oh, like, hello. Yeah, he like, he like uh, the, the thing like the, the, in the Sarlacc pit, the Bumblebee pit, the, the door slowly grinds upward. And C-3PO does that like little mincing, like arms, hands straight, arms forward sure. walk. And just like doing that, like where he looks around and then just like a laser beam just vivisects him but here's the deal is that c-3po has gotten himself into some shit in his time right, right. and he's always managed to escape unscathed no so he has managed to any... escape scathed yeah i guess that's true he gets, he's like, lost a lot shot of... he gets blown up he gets his head cut off like all right so yeah they're gonna drag those pieces out and rebuild him but like sure. but he's lost the battle he's, he's definitely lost he, yeah. but not the war perhaps one day he sneaks back up on bumblebee and slits his throat no it's like a it's like a um a shakespeare scene where where bumblebee just beats the shit out of him and like stomps him and then just pulls up like the c-3po head which is still talking sure just like they just have like he's like oh they're just like bumblebee and c-3po have a very in-depth conversation before um c-3po's uh power slowly runs down and the light leaves his eyes do you know what always confused me about c-3po is that people call him 3po right Mm -hmm. Is C his first name? 
How, why, why does he? Why do people call him Three PO? You know, it's like uh, it's a nickname, right? I guess, like Michael. Yes, Mike. Oh no, I understand what nicknames are. Like, wait, wait, like <laughs> Donald, Donnie, Peter, Pete. You get him? You get you get what I'm throwing down here? I, I thought I did. Richard, Dick. Ew. Um. So instead of R two D two, they call him Dick. Is that correct? Yeah. What does R two D two stand for? Robert, Robert, Dick, Dick. I think it's Richard, real, t- real two dialogue two. Isn't that what it stands for? Wait, what? Really? Yeah, because that's he's named after a like a part of the script. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Real two dialogue two of American Graffiti. R two D two. Holy shit! Bing bong. Look at me. Wow, you flew my ass off. Wow, amazing. Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Uh, all right, Ev, I think it's about time to rate this song. As usual, Ev, we rate songs on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked the song is, the better. The more fully clothed, yuck! <laughs> How do you rate this song? Oh, God. I always forget I have to do these. Gnomes are real. I know. Stop <laughs> wasting time and give me your rating. Okay. Birds my, are fake. <laughs> my for, my forest is full of them. Mm-hmm. Garden gnomes, forest gnomes, water gnomes, air gnomes, fire Earth gnomes, gnomes, metal fire gnomes, gnomes, love gnomes, <laughs> Captain Planet gnomes. <laughs> All the gnomes you can imagine. They're out in the forest. I wake up one day. Uh, my son is at his, his, his uh, daycare, and I just see the gnomes are having a fucking party out in my yard. And I'm like, oh, man, I wonder if I got time for a gnome party. <laughs> I like check the clock i'm like oh, wow still got a couple reports to do but jesus you know i'm just gonna call in sick today so i uh oh, cool. put in my sick time go into my closet and i'm like humming to myself i'm like look around you there are many things to see oh and, uh, <laughs> god I'm... i haven't heard that song in a million years <laughs> and uh i get out my little red cap put it on my head Boop. i get out my little uh vest Put it, I put my little, I button up my toggles on my little blue button shirt. Uh, then I put on my, God, they're always wearing fuck tight pants, aren't they? Gnomes yeah. Are, gnomes are gnomes. dressed in tight pants. Well, when you got an ass like that, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on. I put the, I put the rouge on my cheeks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, put on my fake beard, tie it in the back, uh, get my big jug that just has like three X's on it. Sure. And I'm like, all right, here we go, buds. Time for a no party. Yep. And I jump out in the field and a fucking butterfly lands on my hand. I'm like, yeah, baby. And they're like, chug, 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 chug. And then we just have a great fucking time in the field. It's a sun. Wow. And the dappled sun. So like, I'm pretty dressed, but I'm still having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the party I would have chosen, but it's the party I got. Damn, dude. That's so close to my rating. You might as well enjoy it while you have it, right? You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yep. And then I wake up and it's seven years later. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> um, for me, uh, of course, I'm in the haunted flea market. That's just where I like to go Haunted on the flea markets exist. Yeah. Deal with it, people. <laughs> I'm looking at the gnomes. They're coming to life. It's in They're- the burnt out Claire's. That's exactly where it is. And I go up to a booth and a, a mysterious man says, hello, would you like to buy this mirror? Oh I God. work here. He's got a fucking hood on and just like really thin. And you just hear his voice. He looks just like the uh, merchant from Resident Evil 4. And I come up to him and I expect him to go, what are you buying? And instead he goes, hi there. <laughs> um, 
Do you think Kev provided the voice for Face on Nick Jr.? I remember you. <laughs> uh, and he says, um, this mirror will show you exactly what you want, but you must pay a price. And I say, sure, I got money in my wallet. And he says, ah, 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 I said you must pay a price. And I say, yeah, I know how this works. What do you want? 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And he says, I'll take 20, I guess. So uh, I buy the mirror. I take it home. It's beautiful, ornate, gold sides, gold finish, gold mirror, everywhere <laughs> gold, comes with a bag of gold. I mount it up on my wall, full length, Uh-oh. beautiful. My partner is in love with it. Uh, she becomes entranced by it, stares into it for hours at a time, doesn't take care of our baby. All but that gold I, that brought the dragon. I'm able to concentrate on it. The dragon comes. The dragon tells me that I must look into the mirror at 3 a.m. I wake up. It's 2.58. I realize the dragon was in my dreams. And so I look in the mirror, and it shows me exactly what I want which is I want to be nude all the time. I want to be nude. And I realize that's how I should be living my life is nude. Um, so, you know, I wake up the next morning, I look in the mirror. It says that I'm nude. So I go out. But in reality, this is uh, the emperor's old clothes. It was Evan or uh, Evan, Kevin's scheme all along. He wants people to think they're naked when in reality they're wearing full clothes. I want to love this song. It is my desire. My mirror of Erised is to love this song, <laughs> but I just can't do it. I'm fully clothed. I never changed out of my PJs and it's winter time. So I'm wearing my winter coat to bed. I'm wearing my gloveys. I'm wearing my little hat with the puka ball on top. It's cold, Ev, but I feel I feel like I should be nude. I just can't get into it. The Can't voice this of Face on Nick Jr., our good friend Chris Phillips. Scrabble Man himself, Chris Phillips. That's Chris Phillips might also be known as the voice of Face, the former mascot of Nickelodeon's Nick Jr. This is talk for you, me, and perhaps one other listener. Saker and I have a good mutual friend named Chris Phillips. That's good, all the back. A good friend that I haven't talked to in five years now. He moved away. But you know what? Maybe I'll talk to him when we come back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannocked Ladies podcast. Hey, Evan. Do you think you'd be good at giving relationship advice to people in the past? Because to I people... feel like all the problems that they have would be societally based. Well, how far in the past are we talking here? Let's say, let's say Victorian times. What is that, 1800s? Yeah, somewhere in there. I don't know when Victoria lived. Um, okay, so... No. Well, yes and no. Yes, I feel like I would give good advice. I do not feel societally that they are ready to accept my advice, right? Wait, did, did therapists exist in Victorian times? Uh, gosh, like in in the mid eight mid to late 1800s? Um, Probably not. If they that did, was, Freud if they, was did just... they were basically like priests, I bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or or doing like experimental, like uh, lighting a fire under your toes therapy to exercise the demons from you. Um, because here's, I mean, to solve 87% of relationship problems, here, communicate more, communicate more <laughs> honestly, go to a therapist. Congrats, you've done it, right? Back then... The answer would be, no thank you, no thank you, and what the fuck is a therapist? So, no, I don't think I would be very... I think I would be good at that, but they would not be receptive to how good I was. Which, you know what? 
indicative of my life. Yeah, you're you're just ahead of your time. You've always e- been ahead of your time. Everybody Every... should listen to me more. <laughs> and that's, that's why we got this podcast together. 100 We're correct. giving our listeners relationship advice about BNL. We use BNL. We come in low. We end high. We come in low. We cook it slow. Ev, uh, do you feel like you would be good at giving relationship to people in 2347? <laughs> No, because I feel like at that point, you can just sort of download your personality. <laughs> okay. Like, I want to be the kind of person who's more committed. Boop, boop, boop. Whoa, I know commitment. <laughs> okay, all right. So you think that we're going to be able to modify our brains to that extent by in, in 23 I mean, we're already modifying our brains, but yeah, I think so. Like, I feel like, I don't know, once you get the once we get the ability to control the chemical cocktail that flows through us, we'll have more control over how we feel at any given moment. I mean, imagine yeah. to have actual mastery of your emotions, how many problems that would solve in society. Yeah, I suppose there would be a lot less... Uh, everything. Uh, everything. Or, yeah, if you had, if you had like... But it wouldn't solve some problem. It wouldn't solve, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it would solve, like, it wouldn't solve monetary stuff, right? No, no, but, I mean, money won't exist. <laughs> money won't exist. Everything will be at twenty three forty seven. You think we'll be at we'll be at a uh, uh, money free well, just barter well, society it, by then? Either that, or either be federation, or uh, I feel like by that point we're either federation or bullet town, right? Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> like we're gonna hit, may- the way the way history seems to be going, we're either going one way or another. Like I don't think I don't think capitalism is long for this world, my friend. We are clearly heading one way to me, and that is straight to the wild west again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows. I mean, yeah, maybe... Anarcho-capitalism, like the Wild West. (laughs) Maybe by then, there will be... Like, we can download people's... Like, the secret to their social chemistry. And then we can, like, print it on a t-shirt. Oh, man. Get your emotions hacked? Fuck, that's... Hell yeah. I got some aftermarket anger added in. (laughs) Aftermarket daddy issues. Fuck, like, I love my marriage, but I know it's just because my wife injected me with love juice. <laughs> like, but it's cool because I do love her, so. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. have to be, I don't know, you'd have to have, for it to be ethical, it, you, no one would, else would be able to affect them. But of course, it's going to be like, oh yeah, Facebook made me uh, feel really good about, I mean, they're actually kind of already engineering that. Like, video games are, like, getting better and better. Like, the little, like, app games and stuff like that are getting better and better at, like, hacking people's, um endorphin loops right yeah yeah they got or that like, skinner box rolling yeah they just they, they just string you along enough with like oh you won the chocolate trophy good job yeah. you gotta plant more radishes in your field oh now it's you like can, it you is can buy the seeds with for only 13 dogecoins it's down to the science of like we know that here they need an incentive if they're gonna get to the next incentive if they're gonna buy a thing so they know mm-hmm. exactly where to place the the, the press the button get the food mm-hmm. um yeah it's down to a science for sure um, Eva, you know what else is down to a science? Beyblade. Beyblade. <laughs> you know kill, what Beyblade is? Kill. Beyblade is an anime. That's right. Okashina Podcast. Join producer and host Sabrina Ray from A Cruel Angels Podcast and her childhood friend Don as they discuss odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Did I already ask you if you think Don is real? Is that something I've asked you before? Um, I think Sabrina likes to smack her own butt and say don da don don don. It's like uh, Taiko a- Drum Master. Exactly. Sabrina loves Taiko Drum Master. Um, so this they just started their latest season uh, less than a week ago. Season 5, Episode 1. 
and I believe the anime they're doing is called Wonder Egg Priority. Um, so <laughs> if you're super into Wonder Egg Priority, you gotta get into this show. Oh, they're so. It used to be fucking animes nowadays are all uh, those isekai titles that are like. My mom jumped through a hoop and now she's a tiger. What am I going to do in the bathroom? <laughs> like they're a hundred <laughs> words long. Oh, uh, you want to go back to the days where they're all like monolithic fishmonger X? I just, I want Sailor Moon. Just cut, like call it like, <laughs> I don't know. Give me the, the main character's name, Naruto. That's what I want, baby. I don't need Wonder Egg Priority. <laughs> <laughs> when you get signed up for Wonder Egg Priority through HelloFresh, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> Oh my god, give me that Wonder Egg. Um, what do you think the Wonder Egg Week looks like if you sign up for HelloFresh's Wonder Egg Week? <laughs> well, there are Monday. There are historically so many ways to make an egg, right? How many ways? Hard boiled, soft boiled, scrambled, done. Dev- deviled, over easy, over medium, over hard. Uh, what's the one where they put it in the little cup and they cook it halfway? It's hard boiled or soft boiled. Oh, soft boiled, uh, onsen tamago. There's lots of other... Is that Hot Springs egg? Yeah. That's the one with... It's always in the uh, um, ramen. Oh, the broth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's There's lots, right. of, okay, lots okay. of real good ways to cook an egg. But Monday, deviled eggs. So <laughs> many deviled eggs. With mayo. Tuesday, deviled eggs. Miracle Whip. <laughs> Wednesday, deviled eggs. Sriracha mayo. <laughs> I think that no, I think the I think the Wonder Egg Priority or what was it called? What were you calling it? Wonder Egg Priority. Wonder Egg Priority. You just get one egg, and it lasts you the entire week. Wow. You're like, okay. It's like you crack it, and then just stuff just keeps coming. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Sure. Just, and you just hear this like, <laughs> as like this the the egg just keeps pouring into the pan. You're like, oh god, give me another pan, hun. Please, I need a cup. I need a. Pan. It just keeps pouring out. I was I was planning on really to get. Oh, I'll to take the, it to the bathtub. Take it to the bathtub. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah! Plug up your bathtub and get that Wonder Egg in there. Yeah. Um, scramble it up. Yeah, scramble it up. Uh, how many egg in a tub? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Is there like an egg eating challenge? Because they have like uh, pancake challenges and burger challenges and stuff like that. Like, you need to eat thirty-seven eggs. I remember uh, when you said that. The words "eat the egg" smash mouth popped in my head, eat and the I egg. don't remember why. Okay, that's right. There was a guy named John Hedren, and he uh, made Smash Mouth Steve eat eggs until he cried. I don't remember why this happened or what it was all about. It was a ten thousand dollar St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital charity oh, thing. Well, that's nice. Uh, yeah, where where um, Guy Fieri cooked Smash Mouth Steve a bunch of eggs, and Smash Mouth Steve had to eat a bunch of eggs. I mean, I'll watch it. I, I'm that, sure video that, like, It's like an algorithm put together the things I'm interested in. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, it's... Uh, yeah, I think he ate uh, 24 eggs, was how much he ate. Which is a lot of eggs. They're like, how did Guy Fieri cook them? Did he cook, like... Um, I don't... Were they just like boiled eggs, or did he put some? I think he some s- of the diners diamonds and de- scramble them. I I can't remember. In this in this video, he's certainly cracking an egg. So I don't know beyond that. Oh, here we go. Uh, 
Guy Fieri put on enough of a show to make it worthwhile. His bronzed, leathery bod scrambled up a bunch of eggs and asked the audience which ingredients they'd like to add it. They cheered wildly for things like jalapenos, cayenne pepper, Tabasco, and onions, but much less so for things like peppers, cheese, or other human-style ingredients. <laughs> uh, and that's from the Vice article on, In the club, I made the Smash Mouth guy eat a shit ton of eggs. Uh, anyway, that's a thing that happened that you can hear about on Okashina Podcast. <laughs> that's right. Come get your eggs. We'll do a whole episode on Wonder Egg Priority. <laughs> do you think we could become guests on Okashina Podcast and talk about Smash Mouth? I have literally no doubt in my <laughs> mind that we could become a guest on any of the Orange Grove podcasts. All we have to do is ask. I mean, we have to physically stop them from getting us to guest star on Probably things. true. So, yeah. yeah. You know how many times I have to make excuses for you and be like, Evan's schedule is so busy and I can't do it without him. <sighs> yeah, you can use me, man, as your as your crutch. I don't honestly care. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Because now that we've now that we've uh, discerned that they don't listen to our podcast or our commercials <laughs> for them, because otherwise they would kick us off the network. Cancel us immediately. Hey, we're very sorry, Orange Groves. You're a very nice podcast network full of podcasts that deserve respect. Thank you, Joe. Of which we give none. We'll be right back with more commercials in one week. Hey, Saker. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannicked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin this big wheel and figure out which segmento we're going to do today. You've been studying Italian, bud? You know it. Che schifo. This one is called Scalebrity. Uh, which celebrity is this song about? So, a celebrity skeleton. Um, <laughs> we've got Skeletor. No, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It can just be a regular. Oh, no, no, old... no. You said celebrity. That's what okay, we're going to do. All right. So hold on. Uh, Famous skeletons. Fictional skeletons. <laughs> Jack Skellington. Skeletor. Oh, oh. Sans from Undertale. Oh, that's Pyrus good. from Undertale. General Jeff Bone... Peterson. <laughs> General Bones Apart from, I'm not sure. Is that like the Corpse Bride? Yeah. Bud, you got me. Tim Burton's me. the Corpse Bride. Okay. Um, so... I think this is good for skeletons because they do need to stay together, right? Their whole thing. So what's a skeleton that, like, falls apart a lot, perhaps? Uh, is well, that... Skeletor never falls apart. Skeletor never falls apart. Sans throws bones at you. So that's kind of correct. Jack I Skellington think. from Nightmare Before Christmas, like, gets blown apart a couple times. Like, he, mm. he, he comes apart, but he, he puts himself back together. Okay. Um, how about um, does uh, does Ghost Rider ever come apart? I don't, I don't think, think so. He does. And he's not no. really a skeleton. He's just a dude with a skull head, right? Isn't that a skeleton? If you could see their skull, I mean, having so anyone with like a compound fracture is a skeleton. Can you? Um, you I don't can know. See, anytime you can see someone's bone, they're a skeleton. I mean, aren't we all just skeletons all the time anyway? Yes, we are a ghost piloting <laughs> a zombie. I get it. <laughs> Or a ghost piloting a skeleton piloting a zombie. a zombie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of think Sans works for this because he throws bones at you. That's his whole thing. Um, what like, do you think? Did you play enough Undertale? I haven't played any Undertale. It's one of those games that I down like I bought and then just like I, I I know everyone loved it and I have to play it and I've just been it's just been sitting in my queue for three years and I'm yeah. like I just don't. Everyone says it's super deep. I'm just not in the headspace. I can play this now. Really? Ever? You should give it a try. I think I'm just going to watch like one of my friends play it. Oh, okay. That works, I suppose. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so what's Sansa's personality? Sansa's personality is he's a little stinker. Laid back and flipping, often sleeping on the job and taking breaks. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fatalism uh, which, and apathy? Does that sound like the main character? No, not at all. I was just trying to think of somebody who comes apart. But you're right. It has to be somebody who's kind of a sad skeleton. What about Jack Skellington? I from, guess. From before Christmas. Is he he's, sad? He's very he's happy, very, I thought. Well, he's happy at the beginning, but he's sad because he only gets to celebrate um, Hall- Halloween. Sure. And then he yeah. also has that like unrequited love for uh what's her name? Susie? Is that who it is? Uh, I Sally? Sally, that's the one. Sally, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. But yeah. Yeah. So they like she's she's pining for him. He doesn't see it till the end. So I mean his heart is kind of I think they actually show his physical heart at certain times. Um That sounds right. Huh. I don't know. This is a hard one. For like, for 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 a skeleton specifically, because I feel like skeletons either go one way or the other, right? Like they either uh, are very, they either fall apart a lot and need the duct tape, or they're very cheerful and happy. Um, my mind goes to Sir Daniel Fortescue a little bit, um, from of course uh, Medieval, the Sony series. Um, I I don't know. I guess let's go with Jack Skellington. None of these are good. What about Dry Bones from the Super Mario Brothers franchise? Okay, baby. Now we're somewhere. Because Dry Bones has been a kart racer. Dry Bones has been in a Mario party. Dry Bones has fun. He has a positive outlook on life. However, he does fall apart. But when he falls apart, when you jump on Dry Bones, three, four seconds later, back up on it. He's got a duct tape heart. Uh, yep, I think we figured it out. That's it's dry bones, almost certainly dry bones. Is this like the second or third episode in a row where we've talked about Mario Brothers? I think it might be. Well, I mean, Mario Brothers is germane to the topic at hand, and Mario Brothers is ubiquitous in our society. Yeah, you can't yeah. Get, you can't throw a fucking you can't take a shit without looking at a Mario Brothers ad. <laughs> they put them up in every public restroom. They Damn know right. their audience and private restroom and private restroom. It's the, semi. The, new, the new Nintendo toilet. Ah, uh, the Nintendo. Oh, that's the, you know how they're always they're always innovating over there at Nintendo. They they're got like, it. They're like motion controls. No way. How about bowel control? Do you know Ev of the Sega toilet, an actual thing that exists? Um, I do now. Yeah, the Sega toilet. So Sega made a uh, something called a toilet. T O Y L E T. Uh, it was an interactive urinal. Um. So yeah, basically, yeah, basically it was like a, it was like a mini game thing and like the, the, uh, power of your stream and the aim of your stream. It had like a little screen above it, all sort of like fed into the mini game, um, which is kind of fun. Right. And how much you can pee. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal, what's the goal here? Like, what's the end? Like, I mean, obviously you want to win the game, but like what outside of that, why would anyone install one of these? Uh, I don't know if if you love fun, if you what the fuck do you want from me? Why does anybody enjoy anything? But I just don't see the I mean I see the interest, but I don't see the utility of a regular urinal. I don't think you're this utilitarian guy. You're always worried about what is this going to do for That's me. That's right. You know me. Ergonomics. Ergonomics. You don't, Ergonom- you don't just, care about form hedonism. over function. <laughs> hedonism is the last thing on your mind most times. I drink water and I eat calories. That's okay? correct. Uh, yeah. Why? Because in, of course, the, one of the mini games, the North Wind, the Sun, and me, how hard you pee determines how much the wind blows to try and lift girls' skirts up. 
So, you know, that's what you want to see, right? This is a real, real gross thing. Yeah. Okay, guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, a little detour into Sega Toilet Land. Um, And we're done with the segment. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! That was quick. (laughs) Oh, what a relief. Now's the time of the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our masturbatory little monkeys. This is an email. Oh, by the way, if you want to email us, please email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. This is an email from our friend. Ooh, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's either Mari or Mary. M-A-R-I. So hi, we'll call her Mari. Hi, Mari. Hi, Mari. Uh, she says, hi, Evan and Saker. Hi. We already said hello. Please keep it to one. Uh, I hope you and your families are well. Wow, what a nice way to start this yeah, email. thank you. I hope you and your family are well, too. Now I feel shitty about having said don't say yeah. hello to us twice. Um, imagine you were at a karaoke bar. Parentheses, okay. this is an alternate reality in which it is safe to do so. Now, I know you're already hating this question, Evan, okay, but you I must am. imagine. Here I am, stewing suddenly, in the corner of a karaoke bar. Suddenly, the B-Nakes walk through the door, and the members want to sing duets with you, songs of your choosing. What songs would you want to oh, sing with no. each B-Nake? Keep pushing on through for summertime, Mari. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have to Do we have to pick Bare Naked Ladies songs, or can we sing any song? Oh, no, I think we could sing. I, I mean, I'm going to pick songs that are actually duets, songs with two parts here, right? Yes. Uh, so, with that in mind, um, what songs have two parts that I'm super into? Um, I go to karaoke a lot more than you do, I suppose. But I feel like the duets that I do, I'm pulling up my karaoke list on my phone. Uh, I feel like the duets that I do aren't really like conducive to um, to BNL. Like I do little talks from of monsters and men. Like, I don't know. What are good karaoke duets? Um, I would, of course, with Tyler, do the uh, Kid Rock featuring Cheryl Crow. The one that keeps you up at night. <laughs> With the the drop the bass, sure. Living my life in a slow hell. Yeah. Um. I don't know what that even song is called. It's like photograph or picture or some shit. Picture featuring Cheryl Crow. That's the one I would do with Tyler. There it is. I would of course do the Cheryl Crow part, and he would do the Kid Rock part. Okay. I would do with Ed, um, Lincoln Park Jay Z mashup Numb Encore. I would, of course, do the, I've become so numb. And I want Ed to do, can I get an encore? Do you want more? Uh, I love that song. I do it by myself a lot, even though it's very clearly a duet. Uh, fuck. And I would just, I want to hear Ed rapping. I want him to do what he'd do best. And that's rap. And I would do, uh, with Kevin, I would do uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. Any reason? <laughs> just I just want to do it with him. Like, uh, I want to be uh, sort of aggressive towards Kevin. Sure. Okay. Do you just want to make him feel uncomfortable? Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I have to, I have to go. go. It's cold outside. <laughs> Why do you want Kevin to feel I, upset? I'm just feeling alone. It's cold outside. Uh, and I, of course, would love to do uh, the song "Let's Duet" from Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Oh, that's uh, a beautiful one. My good friend Jim, uh, he would of course be John C. Riley, uh, and I would be the women's part in it. I can't remember the actress's name. It's Pam uh, from The Office, isn't it? I yeah, I don't know what her name is though. 
Um, but yeah, we would uh, sing a little song about uh, a thinly veiled sex song that Jim and I could smile along to while winking at each other. Uh, just a flirtatious little song because oh, uh, I would like to see what Jim's packing. I would uh, with with Jim. I would do. Um, God, I guess Outcasts. Hey, yeah, that would be a fun where I I could be a. Uh, I could be CeeLo and he could be Andre two thousand or Andre four thousand. Three thousand. Three thousand. Skip the good number. <laughs> I was uh, I was going for the average there. Sure, sure. Oh, are we going back through then with Ty? Uh, I would do uh, Rocketeer by Far East Movement because I feel like he would fucking kill that song. Do you have more? Oh, uh, that's it. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Uh, all right. Well, never mind then. Uh, good. That's good. God, I would love to. I love doing Bandicoot Lady songs at karaoke. I think I've mentioned this before. But we have a group that goes, and every so often, we'll all stop putting in songs, and then we'll put in Bare Naked Lady songs all in a row. And so we'll call it the Bare Naked Over and annoy everyone at the bar by doing like seven Bare Naked Lady songs just in a row. Uh, But how fun would it be to do If I Had a Million Dollars with the whole cast and crew? Great. Shut up! What are we doing with Ed? What's our duet with Ed? My duet with Ed was Numb Encore. I'm trying to think of what mine is. Um, oh, I, oh, so you do want to do more of these? Okay. I just want to do with Ed. I want to do one with Ed. <laughs> I, I, I feel like do... the thing is, like, I've done all the, I've done all the ones I want to do, and then Ed's just sitting there, like, with a long look on his face. He's like, well, I'm the front He's man. not I don't pissed. Know why. He had a song with me. He had a lot of fun. I don't know why. I don't know why Evan isn't choosing me. No, he doesn't give a shit. Don't hype yourself up like this. And then, uh, then the beginning chords play, and I say, I got you, Ed. <laughs> and i do a sunny and share duet with ed and the spotlight comes on and he stands up and does the i don't know share part i don't whatever sure uh then i'm gonna go back and do kev again and i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say yeah, I, kev get up here i put in a song for us he's gonna be like i don't know about that and it's the music's gonna start and it's gonna be bum 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 and i'm gonna point at you and i'm gonna go bowie and he goes oh yeah and uh, <laughs> I think he would nail Bowie's part to that song. I can't see him doing the scatting that Freddie Mercury does. I, uh, I'm going to have to stick to that. When you said the initial thing, I thought you were doing Bone Thugs and Harmony's Crossroads. <laughs> I'll meet you at the crossroads so you won't be lonely. And I'm going to save him, buddy. <laughs> I, was... I, I would love to do a gangster rap song with Kev. God, the that would be fun. Crossroads isn't really a gangster. I mean, I guess it is a gangster rap song in that like they're just bemoaning the fact that all their friends are dying. Oh, fuck. Do you know what I want to do with Kev? I take it all back. I want to do Clint Eastwood with Kev, the gorilla song, because uh, I would just do all the big rap parts, and then all he would have to do is, I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got such. Just <laughs> over and over again, and that's such a Kev part to do. Oh, I love Perfect. that. I love that. Love it for him. And then you and I have do A Whole New World from Aladdin. Unbelievable sights. Indescribable feelings. <laughs> Yeah, it would be fun. Let's go karaoke after this is all over. <laughs> Don't you even want to go do things that you hate just to see if you still hate them after the pandemic? I said, but up, but up, but up, up. Fair. I'm loving it. Well, Ev, this is it. We have to come to terms with the fact that all things must die. This episode brought to draws, you by draws to a close. Oh, okay. If we only had till the end of this episode to live, Saker, what, what would you want to say oh, to our fuck. listeners? What would I want to say to our listeners? Well, presumably, uh, these will stay on the internet forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so to my baby son, uh, I want to say No, that no, you can only talk to our listeners. I assume he'll listen at some point. He will not. 
our okay. current listeners are the only people who can hear them. Listeners, you're, you you have a special, you're one of the, the chosen dozen who will hear this. And uh, it will be branded in your brain forever and you cannot repeat it to anyone. Uh, I'm going to say, listeners, I love my son and I wish there was some way that you could tell him <laughs> that. But you can't. Uh, but you can't. Yeah, so if you tell if him, you, you will die too. If you see him on the street, grab him and say, he knows, he knows. <laughs> Wait, can I, I can do this by proxy. I'm going to say, grab him and say elephant. And then, no, they can't because that's passing on a message. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Here's yeah. what I'd say to everybody. Invest in penny stocks because those are going <laughs> to really pay dividends for you. Dogecoin. Dogecoin to the moon, only go, baby. Only going up. Only going we're, up. They're worth a quarter now, and I'm really tempted to put like a couple hundred dollars into Dogecoin. All my friends who are like Robin Hood investors are like pushing Dogecoin, but these it's are the, the same people hotness. who shorted who shorted GameStop. So, uh, but I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of money out of that. They didn't. Robin Hood shut down their accounts, and people famously didn't get payouts. Hee-ha, on hee ha, hee ha, hee ha. Sure. And they're Robin Hood's doing the same thing with Dogecoin, like uh, so. Ev, you do only have till the end of this episode to live. So, what do mm. you want to say? Email us at uh, <laughs> it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Uh, smash that like button, subscribe, and uh, you know, hearts up, you know, whatever you got, put it in the bank. Hearts up, farts up. Uh, email us at sacredheaven at yeah, heaven.org. Leave, leave us a review at itunes.com. And Speaking go of and go reviews? to Shuffler and. Speaking of reviews, we have not gotten a review since. Good. <laughs> it's been so long since we've gotten any reviews. Um, it's upsetting, frankly. I like to read the reviews. I like to get the reviews. So review us, listeners. We want to hear it. Our last review came in on October 30th. <laughs> Sucks. Of 2023? Uh, what is what this? The... <laughs> um, There's no uh, rule that says dogs can't play basketball. Ebbo, a dog can play basketball over on our Twitter account, at Pod. A dog can play basketball on our Facebook. It's all been done a Better Good Ladies podcast. And a dog can play basketball in the NBA. Email Nate Sivers. Sivers. <laughs> Slivers. Nate Slivers at heaven.org. Email our good friend Chris Phillips, the voice of face <laughs> on Nickelodeon Jr. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in One, one Wig. Week.